and welcome to the podcast where you will heal the relationship with yourself, unlearn the limiting beliefs that tell you it's better to blend in than stand out, and realize that you are more than enough. You are incredible. I am your host, Susan Padrone, an intuitive personal stylist, an award-winning author featured in InStyle and many publications accessible all over the world. I am a tattooed queer mom who is showing up to give you the gentle nudge or emotional hug, whichever you need, so that you can give yourself the permission to be you. This is the Susan Padrone Podcast. When was the last time you went through your entire closet? Some of you might remember the exact dates or approximate month when you went through your closet last. Capricorns and Virgos, I'm calling you out. (laughs) Or you might have a relaxed but ongoing approach to purging and removing things from your closet. And then there are definitely some of you who are cringing because you can't remember the last time you went through your closet. And the idea of it sounds terrible. Don't worry, you're not in trouble. (laughs) I've had clients who've been editing their closets regularly, and we still remove pieces together during our first session. And I have clients who rarely edit their closet who end up keeping a lot more than they thought they would. Either way, there is a lot that you can learn from going through your closet. There's also usually emotional reasons why you avoid going through it. The emotional reasons aside, it's a daunting task that takes a long time. And it requires a lot of decisions, and some of those decisions can be really emotionally charged. Your clothing holds energy, like we've talked about before, and it holds memories. It represents different versions of you and milestones that you achieved at different points of your life. Have you ever stopped and stood in front of your closet and thought to yourself, wow, there are a lot of different versions of me in here. There's high school me, 20-something me, corporate me, pregnant and postpartum me. Where's the me that's now? Or have you ever looked in your closet and said, look at all of my achievements. Remember when I killed it in that dress for that speaking gig? My guess is you're probably not doing that. Instead, when you look at your closet, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know what to wear. I hate everything in here. Does this even fit me? Does anything in here fit me? If I just lose five more pounds, this is going to look great on me again. Or I used to love to shop and now I can't find anything that I like or anything that fits me. Why is this so hard? You most likely stand in front of your closet and have feelings that are rooted in overwhelm, frustration, disappointment, and self-criticism. But today, I'll challenge you, or rather, I encourage you to instead look at your closet with a sense of curiosity. Be inquisitive. Ask yourself questions. But when you ask those questions, be curious without judgment. So the easiest way to go through your closet is to start with a section of clothes like shirts or pants and go through each item in that section and ask yourself these three questions. Number one, does it fit? Number two, do I love it? Number three, is it sentimental? Wait, wait, wait. Did she really say each item? <laughs> yes, I did. Every single item. Because if it doesn't fit, you don't love it and it's not sentimental, it has no business being in your closet. So here is how you can tackle 
this process. Start with fit. If something doesn't fit and you don't love it, it's time for it to go. If you don't like how it looks on you, you don't need to keep it. I don't care how much it costs. If the tags are still on it, if it was a gift, none of that matters if you're not wearing it. My favorite mantra for my clients is you have better options. I want you to start saying that to yourself. You have better options, especially if you find yourself getting depressed because your clothes no longer fit you. If it doesn't fit, but you do love it, it's a little different. My rule for whether or not to get rid of something based on fit is simple. Is it one size up or down from where you are right now? Does your body tend to fluctuate or are you in the process of adjusting your lifestyle in a way that may impact your body? If it's only one size too big or too small compared to what you normally wear and you love it, it's worth holding on to. Either you can wear it as your body fluctuates, or if your body settles and it's still too big, you can get it tailored. If you're holding on to clothes that are too small because you feel like you should be able to fit into them, or you're keeping them as goal clothes, I'm telling you right fucking now, stop it. It's not healthy. Think about it. Every single time you're walking into your closet and you look at your goal clothes, it's a reminder that your current body isn't good enough. It's not healthy motivation. Why shouldn't you have clothes that feel good on your body as it is now and when or if it changes? Why does the quote-unquote reward only come after the weight loss? I know it's tough when your body is constantly changing and it might not be financially feasible for you to buy new clothes at every step of the way. It would be a lot of shopping for clothes that would be somewhat temporary. I get it. One potential solution is that you could use this time to start renting clothes using subscription services like Newly or Armoire, or you can shop secondhand or thrift. So let's get back to the closet edit process. You've chosen a section of closet to tackle, and you're going through each individual piece in it. When you find clothes that you do enjoy wearing, maybe even clothes that you love, ask yourself why. Why do you like this piece? What is it about it that makes it special to you? Or what makes you hate it a little bit less than the other clothes in your closet? How do you feel when you wear it? Is it something about the clothing item itself? Is it about how you feel physically when you wear it? Or maybe it makes you feel a certain way emotionally. Do not skip this step in the process. Really try to answer why for each clothing item that you like. Being able to answer why you like something that you wear is huge part of not only discovering your personal style, but being able to shop for yourself successfully. Think about it. You're gathering data on yourself and your clothes. Even if you notice that the clothes you tend to gravitate towards are, you know, all the same kind of necklines or they're similar colors, that is data that you can use to make shopping a little bit easier for yourself. While you're completing this part of the process, you can also learn more about what you don't like based on the similarities between the pieces you're getting rid of. A client I worked with recently kept pulling sweaters out of her closet because, quote, there's just something weird about the fit. 
And I was able to point out to her that all the sweaters that she didn't like had a fitted band around the bottom of the sweater. So now she knows to avoid that style. It's that easy. Now, let's talk about the sentimental pieces. So this is where my clients get confused usually. It can be a little controversial. So examples of sentimental pieces are things like clothes you might have worn to your wedding, pieces that belong to a deceased loved one or heirlooms. Sentimental pieces does not mean an entire stack of graphic tees from work or college. (laughs) If you want to keep that stack of t-shirts, consider repurposing them for working out, loungewear, or you could even frame the really special ones. Gifts that you don't enjoy are also not sentimental. You are not obligated to keep every gift that is gifted to you. Most people don't remember every gift they have given. So unless the gift giver is going through your closet looking for that shirt that they gave you, they're not going to know that you got rid of it. And that's totally okay. Cleaning out your closet is so much more than just getting rid of what you don't like or what doesn't fit. Getting rid of what's no longer serving you is a big part of it, but when you allow yourself to go deeper, asking yourself, why do I like to wear this? Or why does seeing this in my closet make me happy? It opens up a dialogue with yourself that you've probably never had before. You're taking time for yourself and you're saying, I matter to me. I'm important. And if that made you feel a certain way to hear, sit with that for a minute. I would even suggest journaling around, I matter to me, I am important, and see what comes up for you. Is there resistance to feeling that way? Does it feel uncomfortable? I mean, maybe it feels freeing and expansive, but take a few minutes and sit with it to see how you feel. One of my favorite parts of going through a closet with a new client is watching them remove pieces saying, this is the old me, or this isn't me anymore. And you begin to realize what parts of your past support who you are now and what parts of you that no longer align. And what's really interesting for me to see when I'm working with clients for, you know, six months, we always start our time together by doing a closet edit. And that involves going through everything they currently own, just like I'm advising you to do. And we remove all the pieces that they don't like anymore, whether it's a style or how it fits or what it reminds them of. And we remove it all from the closet. And then what almost always happens is a few months into working together, like usually by month three, they start pulling out more things from their closet, but this time they do it naturally and they do it on their own. These are usually things that they weren't totally ready to get rid of during our first closet edit. But now that they're settling into feeling comfortable as this fully formed version of themselves, they don't need to hold on to the pieces that acted like a bridge between their past and their present. At this point, they are realizing that they are deserving of better options. They don't need to settle anymore. Instead of wanting to blend in, they want to be seen as an example for other people. They want people to look at them and say, wow, if they can show up that way, I want to show up that way. Let me give you an example. One of my clients, she's a high level executive. And recently she said to me, the women in my field don't often look like me. You know, she's going to be giving a presentation at a conference and she wants to feel elevated and confident, but like herself. 
She wants women to look at her who are in the audience of her presentation and know that they can be powerful and successful like she is while also wearing clothes that feel fun, exciting, and maybe even unconventional. My client could have easily felt pressured to dress in a way that would have been expected of her, you know, wearing something that didn't make her stand out too much, but that's not what we do here. Instead, she wants to be the example. She wants to inspire people in a multitude of ways. Once you have a clear sense of your personal style, once you know that you have better options than what you've worn before, you stop settling. You show up differently. You show up for yourself first and set the example for everyone else in your life. And it all starts with your closet. If all of this still feels daunting after listening, I am offering love your closet for August. Love your closet is a virtual session where we go through your entire closet together. I help you through the process and we create outfits using what you have along the way to grab your spot. Click the link in the show notes. I'm happy to hold your hand through it. So it's easy and fun till next time. Thanks for taking the time to listen. The best way to support this podcast is to subscribe and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. 